only time that apply where the government give you something that works better than no, something you'll get publicly is like medicine. When we was in the military, like they was always prescribing pills, those pills that work too good. The generic brand. The, the generic off off aftermarket with a little extra oomph in it <laughs> <laughs> for a lower price. <laughs> that's the that's that's what they you know had us on. But mm-hmm. we here. We hot. We know y'all see it. If y'all listening to us on Spotify or Apple or any other streaming platform, what up? We see you. We appreciate you listening. Mm. It's the Roundhouse Roundtable. It's me and Monty T. And we got B in the building. I appreciate you. Yeah. For rocking with a real one. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to get into it. Let's get it. That's what my glow up in lightning. Hot yeah, something like lightning. This shit a hit, I'm a psychic. She want me lick, I'm excited. See, I feel that that's my business, and that's why I'm business minded. Need a push, get behind it. It's science, apply it. Worst from the worst, you tried it. Get a bag, get inspired. Shoot your shot, it's the effort I admire. You're higher than the conference at this point. Oh my god, my circle is smaller than the point. No I'd rather sit in voice than hearing a big on their voice. We already have so we got to start off how we do it, like every time that we do it, like we do it. The no cap recap. And I like this one. This is UFC San Diego, San Diego. Okay. And, <laughs> <laughs> and it, was a, it was a fun night, nice little night. It was some booze that happened. But, you know, that's what happened anytime you get a live crowd. It just get like that, I guess. But I guess the first fight was so good, <laughs> it ended in a draw. Yusef Zalal versus... Demon, the monster, Black Shear. Shout out to these guys. Uh, Yusef is coming off a, a, a loss, and Black Shear is, you know, he got this fight on short notice. He got the call and showed up. Yeah. The only thing I would say would be like his ground game is efficient, his defense is efficient. It's just, you know, putting those pieces together on a jujitsu side while you're on the ground. And, and the only thing where it seemed like, where his jujitsu wasn't coming through for him was repetition, you know, repetition and being close to fundamentals. So like doing some basic classes to rep those rear naked positions out. And Mm -hmm. so it's just like, it just takes that repetition, but at the same time, it seemed like his defense is there and it seems like he's not a quitter. Right. I don't want to discredit Zalal. Uh, his defenses were really good. He was great at identifying when the threat was actually happening, and he was able to keep himself safe numerous times. I haven't ever seen a draw happen since I started watching the UFC, which was probably like a year and a half ago. And so the fact that it happened this way, I'm just kind of just taken back by, it, especially because, in my opinion, it wasn't a draw because two people they were even but there then the other person had it for a black shear in my mind a draw is you know one ju- one judge give it to the law the other judge give it to black shear and then the other one is split to me that's what a draw is but you know majority draw i you know got yeah. some understanding of that i don't think that was I mean, it kind of makes sense, but, you know, I know Zalal was pretty upset because, you know, he tried to show out in the third round and it was, and both of their coaches was telling them that, okay, you guys are neutral on the ground. Let's make something happen standing up. And so I I understand it from that aspect, but I think Blackshear just needs to get a bit more fluid with his transitions. And I think he'll be uh, pretty good 
as the law, uh, more power in his hand, his striking, but he was very consistent in the third round and not black sheer down a couple of times. So if he had kept that pace up from start to finish, then he would have easily took this match. But it's just learning lessons that you have to go through uh, in a sense. And I think uh, taking this fight on short notice is big. But at the same time, what it says is like Blackshear already be in the gym. So yeah. and it's it, he has a lot to build on. And it looks like he has he has it's just his go, his 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 desire to to finish. Once you start putting those finishes together, that's when he's really gonna start shining. I understand about uh, people taking fights on short notice, but if you are an UFC athlete, then that's your job. Essentially, well, he, that, wa he wasn't before this. He wasn't. Oh, so he got a contract yeah. short. That's pretty. Oh, they did say he was preparing for a fight. That's neat. Yeah, that's why. That's why it's big. Like, you know, even even though it came into a draw, you know, people want to see him again. Yeah, it wasn't you know? an L. So people want to see him fight again. Yeah. So. Okay. That's pretty neat then. Speaking of want to see them fight again. Next, Josh Quillen versus Jason Witt. Uh, Josh Quillen came through with the, you know, the knockout. Quick. Round one. As Jason Witt was stepping in mm -hmm. to look like it looked like he was, I don't know what he was looking like he was doing, but whatever he was doing, he was stopped midair. <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know finish right there josh quillen was about to come down with one more but he was able to stop so that's that's good that he's able to have that type of control because mm -hmm. you know it would have been it for him but it was a catch weight shout out to josh quillen yeah he got he the w yeah. yeah he's yeah he pretty much you know stayed consistent because jason wood was definitely throwing some shit out there yeah but, he was but Good W, good knockout, great highlight. Speaking of great highlight, next, mm. God damn, Cody yeah. Osborne versus Tyson Nam. Tyson Nam kept smiling at him the whole time, and it's like one, they thought he was trying happy to be in there. Two, they thought he kept getting touched up because Ode Osborne was really catching him the whole time. But I was thinking, I was like, why is Tyson Nam not throwing anything? Why is he not throwing anything? Okay, all right. He's trying to see everything Ode, Ode Osborne has because he was fucking him up with the uh, front kicks. Yeah. You no, know, to the stomach. He jumped one time and Tyson Nam made a read. Then he jumped again and then he executed on that read and Capitalized. got the knockout. Yeah. Round one. Yeah. He's even said that he's Ode is known for his jumping you know his his jumping knees so like I understand like that's your go-to or that that may be a thing you're pretty consistent with but it leaves you open for a lot of things and Tyson did a great job capitalizing on that and it was it was smooth elite and clean mm -hmm. it was I was elite next we got Gabriel Benitez versus Charlie Ontiveros I think Charlie Ontiveros was winning the fight up until the time that he got knocked out. Most uh, definitely. This was and this was supposed to be a little, a little, little layup for for Benitez. This was supposed to be a W for him, and he almost he, he was getting touched up in the first round. Yeah, I don't know how I would have went if it would have went longer, because he was really just head kicking him whenever he wanted to. 
Yeah, but that's why he ended the fight short because had it gone the distance, it would have like trickled down, not being in his favor. So yeah. you know you got to capitalize in the beginning when you can because he yep. was and that's getting what he touched did. up. Yeah. Yep. So I thought he was going to retire after this. Mm. This was going to be. This would have been a perfect time to retire. Right. Right. After this fight, this is a good W to retire. But shout out to Gabriel Benitez. Next, speaking of good fight to retire on, this was a good fight to retire on. Uh, shout out to Nina Nunez on getting a W and then retiring versus Cynthia Cavillo. And this was a close fight, super close fight. Mm-hmm. And I thought Cavillo was going to come out you know with the w with it but i almost was like it's it's any any woman's you know if it's not a draw but they couldn't have that so <laughs> shout out to nina nunez getting a w and retiring you know she contributed to the the mma world and she contributed to some of the w's of amanda nunez yeah so. she said she want to focus on coaching and having more babies but i also <laughs> it, to me it seems like this fight was a lot rougher than she expected to be, mm-hmm. or she wasn't as confident in herself. Like I, I looked and I noticed that she was avoiding the ground. I'm like, well, why are you avoiding the ground? Like well-rounded goes back to being a well-rounded fighter. And you mm-hmm. just can't like avoid situations. Granted, there may be people better than you in different situations, but avoiding it does not help you. It's, it's as we see, it's starting to hinder you just because you're trying to avoid it. You have to engage mm-hmm. with it. Shout out to her for the win and the retirement. Yep. Shout out to Nina Nunez. Next, Martin Boudet versus Lucas Bretsky. Martin Boudet came through with the W. I think what helped him a lot was his clinch work. And, you know, them boys were being active. I don't know how this wasn't one of the fight of the nights or performance of the nights. This showed me, like, Brzezinski was the busier fighter, but Boudet, he had more of an impact. But I've also seen it go the other way to where the busier fighter, you know, won the fight versus, yeah. like, last week, one that was last week, um, a girl got snubbed. She she had more significant stripes, and she was doing more damage, but the mm-hmm. other fighter was busier, and they won. So I would like to see some consistency with this because yeah. I do think uh, Brzezinski to me, he won this fight, and I'm just going to leave it at that. I think maybe it's because the significant strikes that Uday was landing was heavy, hard-hitting strikes. And the strikes that Brzezinski was landing were just kind of pop shots, touching them up, moving around, just and getting a significant busy. shot every every once in a while. Yeah. So I think that's what kind of got it there. But either way, the numbers don't reflect the result of the fight, which is you know kind of weird. But next, thank you judges for getting this one right. <laughs> right. Because you couldn't you couldn't deny this one. This one, this one was kind of that. Angela Hill versus Lupe Godinez. And this one was Unani's. Angela Hill got the W in San Diego, her new hometown, I guess. Because Maryland ain't her hometown no more ain't her state no more. She but it's she cool. Can't go back. We still rocking with you. We still rocking with you. I ain't go back either. So, <laughs> so yeah, she got the W. I was, I was happy to see this, and especially versus Lupi Godinez because this is a good W. This mm-hmm. is a big W because Lupi Godinez was kind of walking through the division. He kind of stopped her. So now we, we want to see uh, one of them uh, big fights because one, 
Angela Hill's jujitsu elevated, her boxer elevated. You know, I feel like she kind of in her prime right now where, you know, her chin is solid, where she, you know, she could take a punch. So I feel like those those things, and, and she already, the dog, she already had the dog in her. That's always been there. Yeah. Like, I feel like she wouldn't have been got this far without having that dog in her. And, you know, she keeps getting these fights. That's why they were talking about her. She fighting every other week. <laughs> but uh, shout, shout out, out to Angela. That. Yeah. Shout out to Angela Hill coming through. You know, I took a chance. I knew you was going to come through with W and I cashed in. I bet on you and it paid off. So I'm pretty excited about that. But also like Angela Hill as a Muay Thai fighter, you got to use more of those elbows. I promise you elbows going to be your best friend. They're going to help in the fight and it's less damage you have to take on your knuckles. Just mm-hmm. throw it up every now and again. <laughs> Just be real clean with it. And the knees too. That's what I would like to see more from her. But I was uh, happy about her performance. I would like more leg kicks too. You know, just tear the body up slowly or fast, however you want to do it. But I, I believe incorporating that in your game will help you overall. She had two flying knees. Yeah, that was I and, more. And from Ode Osborne. You don't want to, you know, have that too. You don't want to have that too much in your arsenal, mm-hmm. where people can use it to their advantage. So she used it at the right times. Like she used it at great times when she did use it, just right as she was balling up, and you know, right as it was like uh, them her backing up and she was going to uh, back up into the cage. Like, so she, she used it at good times. Like, and, and that's where like her IQ is, is elevating and she looked a little scary on the ground. Like, like she was ready for anything on the ground like that. That's, and it's good. And it's just like, I hope she keeps that because I know she's a blue, I think blue or she, I think she just got promoted to purple. If I'm not mistaken, stay close to those fundamentals mm-hmm. because it's like, those are the things that's going to save you and on those ground positions and and get you to finish submissions oh i'm not talking about flying knees i'm talking about knees in a clinch you know just subtle knees every now and again not throw nah hell no not the flying knees all the time absolutely Mm. not but you know throw the flying elbows all the time those are just gonna be Mm. your best friend it's it's gonna be good flying elbows next bruno silva versus gerald mearshirt this one was a Submission round three. He said he couldn't get him out with the hands. He's a very tough opponent, which I can completely agree. And sometimes, you know, you you end up gassing yourself out trying to knock people out with punches, and then they end up surviving, and now you have nothing else to give. So I think in the times of like, especially like third round, if you find an opening for a submission and it's clear, take it because that is way easier than just exerting all your energy, just throwing punches and you not finish it. And you not, you know, you still have to keep going. So people want to, they want to finish the, they want to finish it in like a brutal way, you know, to, to keep that, that hype going and keep that, you know, choking somebody out is finish it in a brutal way. It it is finishing, but it's not like a knockout. It's not a knockout. It's not a, not everybody has knockout power. Not everybody's going to Bruno Silva has knockout power. Gerald Mearsher has knockout power. He he he, sat him down. He sat him down, but it wasn't enough to get him gone. So that's what I'm saying. Like you going to keep trying and then, Hey, you can either just keep trying to punch him or I can just choke you out. I'm gonna choke you out. Yeah, that was the that was the the safest way to go about it. This surprised me because I thought Bruno Silva was gonna knock Gerald Mearshart out. And (laughs) Gerald Mearshart is just showing that he's elevating his game, which is like a beautiful thing. As he should. You know? So shout out to Gerald Mearshart. Next, Priscilla (laughs) Cacoera 
versus mm. Ariane Lipsky. Uh, Priscilla got the W in round one. Ariane Lipsky, it's it's kind of like she didn't she ain't show up that night. She wasn't prepared. She had good people in her corner too. It was like nothing they could do. She ended up balling up and yeah. just just got the crap beat out of her. It was one of them. It was yeah, it was one of those like damn girl, like you look like very amateurish, like you don't <laughs> need to be here. Or, you know, Priscilla is just that elite. I would say that her last fight, I'm not, I don't know. I don't know. I think that Aryan Lipsky just kind of didn't show up. Yeah. You know, I think that's kind of what happened with this one. But at the same time, shout out to Priscilla Cacrera. Uh, and maybe she did elevate her game to the point where it's overwhelming. And she did the right studying where she knew if she just overwhelmed Aryan Lipsky, then, you know, she'll get the W. Mm-hmm. So. Shout out to her. Shout out to Priscilla Cacoera. Next, Osmont Mirzakhanov versus Devin Clark. Osmont came through with the W. Devin Clark just is a dog. That's it. So, like, <laughs> it's like he, he lasted round three, and he pretty much was just getting just tagged left and right. Like, he had some moments, but Osmont was just, like I was just saying, overwhelming. I and felt bad for him. His power was really just on display. Yeah. At that night, and and Devin Clark was just there taking shots, and it was bad. It was. I felt so bad for him. It was just a lot of running, a lot of baiting, and Osmar's moving up. Whatever anybody want to say, he's moving up, and he's definitely a problem for the two hundred fivers. So, be on the lookout for Osmar. He has good wrestling as well, which is you know crazy when you have hands and power like that. So mm-hmm. shout out to Osborne on the <laughs> W. Devin Clark did seem like he was kind of nervous about the dangers of like being hurt. Like, cause when he had his teeth knocked in, it seemed like that after effect is, is a difference. You know, now mm-hmm. he's him being on the ground is like a trigger now. Like, and I think he kind of panicked and, and, you know, he wasn't able to be his best self. So Mental health coaches do things for that. They help like situations like yeah, that. Yeah, and if that's a fear, then maybe this is not the sport for you. If you're just going to be afraid to get on the ground. Like, I understand you have traumas. And if you haven't worked past those traumas, then it's, it's time to vacate the premises and do something else. Hey. Next, Yasmin Uruguay versus Asmin Luciendo. And I thought... Luciendo was gonna come through with the W on this one. I thought the underdogs was about to pull this one off. Me too. But because... I guess your gate was just more active. Yep. And so this is another fight to where Luciendo she had more power and Yasmin was more active. But I would like to say that this fight was consistent. This is what a UFC fight is supposed to look like. Both of them. They fought from start to finish, from round one to round three. This is what a UFC fight is supposed to look like. Not two athletes gas. Like, y'all are at an elite status. This is what an elite fight looks like. Not people gassing out round two and round three. No, they were they were entertaining, and they were active from start to finish. And I just want to give them both kudos for that. And this was both of their debut. So it's only much more exciting things to come from this. But, like, y'all got to get y'all cardio up. 
like that's it like this is your job work on your cardio be active for 15 minutes and not just half in half out like I understand people get knockouts and they've been relying on that consistently and not working on their cardio but that's only going to carry you so far you got to work on your cardio so next speaking of got to work on your cardio Nate the train versus David Onama speaking of cardio these guys was gassed but Nate had like that second tank where he just <laughs> kept going. And David Onama was pretty much wobbling the whole time, trying to stand up, pretty much trying to survive. Yeah, but he'll come back every now and again with his, you know, dropping Nate. It, so it was a lot of back and forth. And I can understand why this one fight of the night. But David staying in this and just, you know, throwing punches every now and again in the third round helped that become a great fight because they were just both exhausted in round three it was just but they kept swinging though so that's what i can appreciate like they just gonna keep going until the bell rings and that's what i'm here for nate definitely kept him in that fight uh he yeah. kept him, he kept him in that fight uh, for entertainment purposes like i never seen somebody play with their food more and then almost get eaten by it Ooh, at the end because yeah. right at the end like that got bad mm-hmm. but it really owned up and 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 pulled up for like a, co- a great co-main event. Absolutely. So shout out to Nate, the train, for getting it done once again. I know a hood yeah. fighter when I see one. You talking about Nate? Yes. <laughs> he was just balling up and going. <laughs> <laughs> and then getting too excited every time uh, he get on the ground and try to pump the crowd up. Yep. This is what y'all want to see, right? Yep, that's a hood fighter right there. <laughs> Next. Marlon Vera versus Dominic Cruz. God mm. damn. Yeah. Marlon Vera just stayed patient. He stayed walking in on Dominic Cruz while Dominic Cruz did all his, you know, all his back and forth, jump up and down, back and forth, lateral, all that shit. Now guys are just watching you, you know, and waiting to fucking kick you in your head. So it's just like, I don't know if they've just been able to stu- study Dominic Cruz enough or that much. But it seemed like Marlon Vera was making like adjustments in the fight, like as it was happening. Before the knockout happened, Dominic Cruz was winning this fight. He was a busier one. He was going for takedowns. And I understand Marlon was staying patient and he knew he had the knockout power to do so. He just had to wait for the perfect timing. But sometimes the perfect timing does not come. I'm happy it came in round four. He was able to get the KO, but that's pushing it so. yeah it's, it's like how 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 much how long are you willing to wait like how long are yeah. you willing to be patient because yeah he was dominic cruz was definitely trying to point fight him but it's like different because it's like it's almost like dominic cruz went in a, went in there with the mindset like uh, i'm gonna go in there and i'm gonna win this fight and Dom- marlon Vera went in there with the mindset of i'm gonna go in there and i'm gonna finish this fight <laughs> like so uh, I guess his mentality came out and it's like, he didn't worry about those like the leg kicks, uh, the point fighting. He just yeah. waited for that moment. So yeah, he believed he knocked, in himself. He believed in himself and he got a couple knockdowns prior to that too. So he knew just, he just had, it to was catch there. It yeah. Was, it, was yep. a, it was a matter of time before <laughs> I catch you. That's, so. that's a fact too. That's a fact too. Those knockdowns did, you know, play effect. Mm-hmm. because Dominic Cruz did switch some things up every time he got knocked down. 
yeah, but he no. hopped right back up. He stayed active, and Dominic Cruz has cardio for days, so he could have did mm-hmm. that the entire five rounds. And so mm-hmm. I'm happy it was able to work out in his favor because I even bet on Marlon. I knew he was going to win this. I knew he was going to find a way to finish this fight because mm-hmm. if you allow Dominic to play his game, he's just going to dance around you all yeah. night and pop in, hop out, and just keep dancing around you. So when he hopped into a, a head kick, God vicious, damn, that shit was crazy. Vicious. That shit crazy. Like, I, I don't know. I think that was one of them ones where, like, it looked like his nose broke. Like, you can see, like, his, the indentation on his nose after the kick. Like, damn. Mar- Marlon Vera was, ooh, that shit was kind of nasty. <laughs> that shit was nasty. <laughs> but shout out to Marlon Vera on, on getting his W in the Bantamweight. Bantamweight is going off right now. Now tell him uh, about the hairstyles. Every every fight he come with a different hairstyle. Yeah, I thought it does. was a different fighter. You know, you just gotta look at the tattoos. It's like, is this the same man? It is. But they was they were dope hairstyles. All of them was dope hairstyles. They was. Like, you know, he had one, he had like the, the cornrow, like the cornrows, the island cornrows. Like, <laughs> look at the French bread. And then he had the, you know, the silver cut with the with the line, you know, with the part. Then he had the uh the mohawk, it like it was like a mullet or something. Then he had the fade. So I mean bunch of hairstyles. I don't know anybody else that had different hair that many different hairstyles. But what's coming up? Mm, Usman. Mm, Usman, why y'all doing that in Salt Lake City? What the fuck are y'all doing? Wow. Y'all say, hey, I like, hey, uh, let's find a way where we got the least amount of black people coming to this event. Wow. <laughs> like, like, like fl- not Florida, not even in London. Y'all couldn't get my man a London, uh, a London uh uh, uh pay per view over there in London. What about Africa? White. If they're not trying to do this anywhere else besides Utah, then what why you think they ain't doing it in Africa? I know they ain't doing it in Nigeria. You need a visa tourist yeah. visa to go over there. Well, fighters um, not gonna be able to get in the fight. Yep. Couple South of them. Africa. Will. Go to South Africa. That's probably they why they're ready do for it. that elevation. They're not ready for that. Yeah, that's a different elevation. So yeah. Kamaru Usman versus Leon Edwards. Wow, did you? That. Okay. It's going down too. Um, they've been talking trash. Like the funniest thing is when <laughs> Kamara said that he had tried to help out Leon Edwards, <laughs> and he said, "Please Man, put that the... clip in there." He said, <laughs> "Please make sure you put the clip in here." He said, "Man, <laughs> and you and Mandem didn't do nothing." <laughs> I can't stand when they try to use different accents. That should be every week. You and Mandem didn't do nothing. He said, so he had to knock his head to the moon. <laughs> he said he did that for you. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you play with people? Yeah, he, come on, funny as shit. Like, people, that, like, I don't know. I, I don't know. That should be funny. But who else? Let me see who else on it. Paula Costa, Luke Rockhold for the co-main event. That's cool. That's cool. Mm. Bunch of other names that you know probably not. I don't know, but uh Leon Edwards, he got a chance. 
he he legit has a chance to mm-hmm. take this belt and you know i think this is going to be a good fight either way um because leon edwards he's evolved his game over the years and he's just become a better fighter he worked on his ground game look how he did nate diaz and everybody else he's just been running through i believe he's on a nine fight winning streak and mm-hmm. so Kamal Usman needs to be nervous, especially because whenever you p- apply the pressure to Kamal Usman, his his plan falls apart. And if you think people haven't been watching, they have. So I really hope he's been working on that and just, you know, trying to be ready and stand ready as a champion. You may mm-hmm. get a little complacent because, you know, you've won consistently so many times, you know, there's you still got to make tweaks. And so either yeah. way, if the belt changes over, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad. But at the same time, I don't think it will. That's the thing. <laughs> well, that's it's the, either way, I wouldn't be mad. That's the thing about that. Yeah. And then after that, you got uh, Tuivasa versus Cyril Gunn. Mm-hmm. And then you think, the, you think Cyril Gunn going to take that one? Yeah. I think so, too. Because unless Tuivasa uh, really starts, like, taking it serious and, like, really because like you know he was having fun for a while now it's just like you know have fun with it now you really gotta lock in because zero gone is you know literally like uh what like former former he a former champion former former a contender uh, no he was the uh he was the champion he was the uh the interim champion yeah and so I think, but fun is what got him to this point in the first place. So, like, I know you want to change up your game plan a little bit, but maybe he he does his best when he's having fun. Yeah, I believe that. But at the same time, I'm just saying there's just mistakes that lie in between the fun sometimes. Yeah. That have to get, you know, tightened up. You know, when you're about to face somebody like Cyril Gunn, who is like a technical fighter. And that's, not going to just try to run in and bull rush you and get knocked fair. out. You know what I mean? So That's fair. There's a lot of ranked people fighting next week as well, too. So I'm excited to see, you know, either people move up in the ranks or defend mm-hmm. their ranking spot. Because, you know, you at that point, I know you're trying to get better, but you still have something to defend. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some, that's some predictions for y'all. If y'all wanted to hear some, just just. Just a few, just our take on it. But at the same time, that was the no cap recap. And we touched on a little bit of what's going to be going on next week. Uh, Usman versus Edward. Hey, real quick, though. There is no fights on, you know, the tournament night, which is good. No stress there. But then it's like from September, it's like blank till October 22nd. So hopefully they put in some like. October 22nd is going to be fucking huge. Man, that's just gonna be crazy. Yeah, but there, that's like a whole month of no UFC stuff. So I'm hoping that they slide a couple in there. I, I'm sure they will. And then it's like three weeks off, and then the Adesanya fight. Mm. So, you know, I'm hoping that they throw some fights in there. If not, I'm gonna have to find something to do with my time. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what on I my Saturdays, do? yeah, I gotta do some shit on my Saturdays now. It's not just be at the house. <laughs> yeah, but the twenty second is gonna be wild. Yeah, because it's gonna Sean Brady, like it's gonna be a Amanda good fight. Memos, Rodriguez, that's gonna be nuts. Like, oh my goodness, Al Jermaine and T.J. Dillashaw. That I'm a little nervous about that. I ain't nervous about that. 
You think Al Jermaine got that? I think Al Jermaine gonna choke him out. I think I, I think hope he, so. I think I think he's gonna use the jujitsu. He's gonna do the takedown method. And he got hands too. So that's the that's the difference. Yeah, and TJ Dillashaw got juice. He got old juice. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, now nah, we really out of here on that. <laughs> <laughs> now i guess that's it mm-hmm. you know so that was around house round table no cap recap make sure y'all go check us out on all streaming platforms apple spotify mm-hmm. amazon anywhere anywhere you can check out a podcast we there if you want to check us out on youtube make sure you subscribe to the channel hit us up on twitter instagram social media we there to come all at us you know mm-hmm. it's the round house round table it's me and Monty T got B in the building and we out of here. That's why I use a heat as a sword. Cause keep the peace is a boy. They go keys for you. Say please. That's one, please. Don't need. No one has two, please. Don't leave. That's three. Four. If you do.